Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Panic Attacking, the podcast where we talk about anxiety, comedy, everything in between. My name is Andrew Chavone. And I'm Stephen Rogers. We have a great episode for you. I talk about the anxiety of meeting a celebrity at a movie theater. Yes, I uh, get into my anxiety of a tweet going viral and uh, uh, just the uh, expectations that follow. And I also get in the anxiety of going on a museum date and knowing too much about things, <laughs> which is embarrassing. Yeah. So we also got a new uh, listener submitted topic of um, does anyone else say things they regret at a party and think about it for the rest of the week? Yes. We say yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also get into our own personal stories when people from your past uh, get too familiar with you and try to catch up when you have nothing in common. <laughs> all that and more, everyone. Uh, all links in the description for bonus material, Patreon. We do our last Patreon, I believe, tomorrow, is if it's the 31st. Yes. And uh, you and me are going to do an in-person episode where we get drunk. So looking forward to that one, everyone. It's be interesting. Uh, and uh, weird... Uh, Weird plug, on March 2nd, Caitlin Palufo and myself will be doing a TV taping at Zany's in Nashville. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, we just found out. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. It's going to be for Nashville's like local TV show, but it's a Zany's comedy club, March 2nd. I don't know which. Apparently, there's, there's two shows. I don't know which one yet, but I'll have that out as soon as possible. But if you're in the Nashville area or know anybody that is... Please come out. We would love to have some people that know us in the audience. Really cool. All right, everyone. Check that out. Check us out. Links in the description. Have a good weekend. I don't know. <laughs> Thank have you, everybody. Week. Thanks, everybody. It's my heart starts beating really fast. I'm like sweating and trembling. Oh, me too. I'm going to die? Yeah. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Hello everyone. Good to see you. Uh, this is, uh, I, I was bragging about us off air. This is uh, the, the best and quickest setup we've done so far. I know. Let's see if the good vibes roll. Yeah. Let the good vibes roll by the cars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> were you ever a cars guy? Nah. I mean the band. Nah, I hated them. Really? Or maybe I'm thinking the cores. Was there a band called the cores? The Cure? No, I like I like them. You like The Cure? There's a band called The Cure. Some band where I'm like I couldn't. I had to change the station whenever they came on. Oh man, you uh, you weren't hardcore Core guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> cores, uh, <laughs> Cores Light. Cores. Yeah, but how does <laughs> that, that make your sense? Intake. <laughs> that, my intake was light. Yeah, <laughs> could only take a light amount of the of the Cores <laughs> before I had to turn the channel. Um, if you like the chorus, write in, everyone. Yeah, let us know. Uh, recommend a chorus song, and we'll listen to it and, and talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, my favorite album of theirs is Banquet Beer. So, uh, oh my, my mine is Molten, M Molten Lava Core. Oh, Molten Core. <laughs> Earths. Uh, probably my favorite core is Apple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I like uh, their song "Rot to the." Oh yeah, "Rotten to the." "Rotten to the." Yeah. Um, I, I like that movie where they drill in the center of the earth. Uh, that song. All right, everyone, we're getting more ridiculous here. We got to move on. I got a big story. I teased on the bonus. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? I definitely want to hear. Should it. we save it for the end or the beginning? Or I think do it up top. Uh, cause uh, you uh, will. It, yeah, just do it. Just tell it. Well, I know people are anxious about the Home Depot story I teased last time, so I'll get into that. It actually never happened, but some <laughs> other thing happened. So, so you got nothing to wait for. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> actually, I wish more things were like that, where instead of teasing it, you just go. By the way, that thing not it didn't happen. Not happening. Don't wait for it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I wish more things were like that. That's anxiety, everybody. You wait for things. Oh yeah, uncertainty. The, wait, the waiting is the worst part. Tom Isn't, Petty, hardest part. Hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> great song. Yeah, it sounded just like it. I uh, big fan of him. 
Yeah? Yeah, I like Tom Petty. Tom yeah. Petty Heavy instead of Light. <laughs> Tom Heavy. Uh, <laughs> all right, this heavy sto- Petty. This story I've been waiting a whole... Heavy Petty. <laughs> Hot Manny. Heavy. Uh, Manny Petty. Okay, anyway. <laughs> that was his brother. <laughs> that should be a name of a singer if it hasn't already been. I know. That would be a great rop, uh, ropper name. <laughs> yeah, the mamas and the, mo- the mops and the pops. The mamas and the rapas. <laughs> Good to the rapa. All right. Anyways. Arepa. I've been trying to, I've been waiting a whole week to tell you the story. So I want to. Please tell me. All right. It might not be that good, but. Well, cut the fat off of it. I, I, it's, I was going through it on my in my head all day. So. Yeah. Get the fat it's right all, off It's there. all lean and mean <laughs> for you. So here, beginning uh, Monday, you get a text from, uh, from your neighbor and friend, Joe List. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, hey, we had such a good time watching the movie last time, which was in December, and we got COVID immediately after that. I don't know why that was a good time, but he said, uh, he said, let's do it again. I'm getting a bunch of people together. I'm going to invite Sarah, his wife, this and this writer for Letterman, who's who wrote for Letterman, and he's a pretty nice guy. I forget his name, but Joe like said he was really cool, and uh, I'm like, sounds great. So by the time I get there. I get there like five minutes before show starts, and at this theater, it's the Paris Theater. There's no previews. It's like a high quality kind of place, right? Uh, so the show starts at time. I'm used to old, like you know, Marvel movie start time, right? Like 45 minutes after the time, because you got to see like the trailers, the Coke commercial. Well, the- you show up to everything like it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Tease at the last minute? No, you you're always late. Oh. Because I I will quickly say that the one thing I knew about this story prior to you telling it now is Joe went, and Andrew was late. I was not. He asked me to get popcorn. It was his fault. I'm like walking in the... I'm walking in a theater and I, get, I look at my phone. He goes, "Can you pick up some popcorn?" And I go, "Okay." So I got to go down to get to the vending to the um, <laughs> whatever that's called. What is it called? Concessions. Yeah. You know, wait for them, and then I this this ticked me off, and this isn't part of the story, but I asked for a soda, two popcorns, one for Joe, one for me, soda for me. I get to the seat, half filled, the soda. Oh, and it's like. If I go down there and say, "What? What's up with you guys?" They're gonna be like, "You just drank half of it." <laughs> right, right. You you went. You're out of view. Like, yeah. I was so upset because you know you pay a top dollar for those drinks, real top dollar. And I was just pissed. You know, like God, I'm so thirsty. All this popcorn, so salty. Uh, so here's the story. So I walk in, and you know, I, th- I think I walked in when it started. Maybe not, but um. I uh, I say I give Joe the I, I I they're in the back like in the there's a there's a, like a balcony at this theater okay and they're in the back rows are kind of narrow Jason Cantor is there seat down from the aisle then there's an empty seat and then Sarah and Joe then there's an empty seat and then there's this guy empty seat other people so there's no real room for me unless I want to like take up those empty seats which I feel like are separated because of COVID or something. Oh, maybe. I don't know if they were saving me the seat, but there was a lot of gaps between people. The only gap wasn't the only thing that wasn't a gap wasn't was Joe and Sarah. So I didn't want to like right couple up with Jason Canner or whatever. But and this other guy that I didn't know. So I sat behind them. I sat behind Sarah. I could look at Joe. I gave him the popcorn. You know, we fist bumped. I'm watching the movie, and this this is a running of Network, which is a movie from the '70s I've never seen. With the with the actual projector with the reels. Oh wow! So like Instagram, uh, Instagram reels. So this this we're in the back, and the sound of this projector is like deafening. Like I can't even focus on the movie. <laughs> this thing's like <laughs> like a like an angry like uh, transformer, right? <laughs> you know, from from two thousand seven, the one that's a cra- looks like a crackhead. But yeah, that's not a, a an Optimus viewing. <laughs> it wasn't prime. It wasn't a prime arrangement for me. It was a Megatron pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can you turn on subtitles here? I can't, <laughs> can't freaking hear this thing. So then I'm like watching the movie. I'm like really focused on the movie because I can't, I can barely hear. And then I, um, 
I, I look at the guy next to Joe, who I think is the Letterman writer, and I'm like, man, that guy looks really familiar. And, uh, you know, I'm watching the movie, uh, you know, but I can't help, like, looking in the corner of my eye at this guy next to Joe, and, I, and I'm like, man, this is a Letterman writer? Like, I guess maybe he goes on screen or something? Because this guy looks really familiar. He puts his arm around Joe to tell him something, and I see his watch, and it's like this giant Rolex. Yep. And I'm like, oh. And I keep looking at him. I'm like, holy crap. That's Louis C.K. <laughs> I'm looking at Louis watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately, I'm just looking at him. You're watching him the rest of the I'm movie. I'm watching him. You? Yeah, watching him move around. <laughs> Louis movie. Louis, yeah. <laughs> Louis, Louis. Oh, boy. This movie sucks. <laughs> no, it's a pretty good movie. It was a really good movie, by the way. I don't think you would like it, but... I was told I would. I was, uh, uh, apparently it's funny. It's funny like in a blunt way. Yeah. Because they're like so blunt in the whole movie. Mm -hmm. So whoever wrote this script is like bitter about TV back in the 70s. Yeah. Be like if we wrote a script about TikTok and whatever, you know, we'd be like. It'd be a short movie, only 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. Or or 15. (laughs) But we, we would be like these kids today. That's what the movie's like. Oh wow! They're like, uh, like this old man dates a young woman, and he's like, "We can't even talk. You've been raised on TV your whole life." Oh boy! <laughs> I'm like, there was a time where you weren't, mm-hmm. and he's talking to her like she's insane. You know, we were raised on TV. We yeah, did, but but I'm look at my nieces like they're raised on the internet. Yeah, oh, Jesus, they're gonna be disturbed. But yeah, and then they're gonna look at their kids. You were raised on holograms. You were raised on metaverse. <laughs> 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 oh man so that was funny because he keeps bitching and whatever about kids today or whatever and plus it makes fun of the of uh networks or whatever so anyway so i'm like thinking about halfway through the movie i'm thinking about oh what do i say to louie when i meet him mm-hmm. you know and i'm like well i remember we were over at joe's place and they, they're making a movie together and he said uh, we were watching home alone at joe's place over christmas and he said Oh, the first line of the movie that I'm making is a Home Alone quote. And I'm like, maybe I'll say that to to Louie. Yeah, he doesn't know about that. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. So then the movie ends. So you're th- can I ask what your ideal So I I'm uh, you and you're Louie. Mm-hmm. Tell you do what you fantasize Louie's reaction would be. Okay. So do you talk okay. you tell me you know, uh, Mr. CK, I, I know in that movie you did with Joe, there's a Home Alone quote. Well, actually, there is. It's a funny story about that. You know, big Home Alone fan, and I don't know. All but, right. That's yeah. a pretty good... I That's a reasonable I thought maybe he'd bounce something back to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe not. So this is what I say. I, I uh, So Joe, well, so the movie ends, we all stand up, and I'm like, oh, what do I do? I don't know. It's pretty awkward. I'm in the aisle behind them by myself. Right. And Joe says to Louie, uh, this is Andrew. He's, uh, have you ever met him? He's a very funny comedian. And I go, wow. I was, re- I was like surprised how nice that was. And I shake Louie's hand and I go, hey, uh, congratulations to that movie you did. Uh, yeah, I, uh, the only thing I know about it is the opening line is a line from Home Alone. And Louie goes, Louie laughs. And then Joe goes, how do you know that? Like right in the middle, Louie. Oh, blocked by Joe. Yeah, and then I'm like trying to pivot, so I go, "You told me," and I like look back at Louie, and then Joe says, "When did I tell you that?" <laughs> so I gotta like look back at Joe, and I said, "We watched Home Alone," and I look back at Louie, and Joe says, "We watched Home Alone." Oh my god! <laughs> and now we're walking out of the theater. Joe has destroyed this. I'm literally like, am freak. I'm like. Because I can't believe he doesn't remember. It just happened a month ago. And I go, yeah, man, I was over at your place. (laughs) I'm like losing it. (laughs) You invited me over. We watched Home Alone. I sat next to you. And he goes, oh, yeah, but that was in the background. And I said, it was still on. Yeah. (laughs) Making me look insane. And you also told me that when we were watching it. So then we walk out of the theater. And and the cool thing, I got to say, is normally I would have nothing to talk to louie about at all mm-hmm. other than weird things so yeah. like the movie line that i th- wrote for an hour they went they went well <laughs> that blew up in my face and uh 
maybe look like a spaz, but I'm like, oh, we can talk about the like we could talk about the movie. So we all stood up in front of the theater and we we're you know we we're talking about network and we we're talking about scenes. And Louis said that it was the reason he moved to New York because the apartments were nice. And he got there and was like, wow, these apartments suck. Where oh these, wow, like, where are these two floor apartments with an elevator and all this? <laughs> and then we talk about how character Howard Beale was you know started out. Just as a bitter guy who who basically says on camera at the beginning of the movie, this is all BS. I hate it. I'm going to kill myself in a week. Hopefully, you all can tune in. Wow. That's how the movie opens with this newscaster like having a breakdown. Wow. And then that becomes the highest rated uh, thing on the news. So they have him back next week just to be insane. Or no, he you know to apologize. And then he, he apologizes and says, I apologize for all the BS I've given you. News is BS. You know, he kind of like rants about the news. Yeah. And uh, and then everyone liked that even more. So then they keep bringing him back to be crazy on, on the on the air. And then he kind of like has a nervous breakdown or something where he thinks he sees God and God tells him all these things to say on TV. And he, and he just basically becomes a lunatic. But people still really watch it. Anyway, we said that was like Donald Trump. You know, like he uh, started out like... Semi crazy, semi crazy, and by the end, by the insurrection, he's like a complete nutcase. <laughs> like, you know, like similar. So it was similar. I don't know. It was cool to talk about Louis about that, and we talked all this stuff. And then um, we talked for like ten minutes, and then Joe says, "Hey guys, heads up! There's two people filming us." Whoa! And when I look over, and the the bellhop or whatever it is, Usher from the movie. Yeah. In the in the glass ticket booth, is has his phone right up, looking filming us. Some other guy across the street has his phone up, and we realize I'm realizing everyone's looking at us. Not only these two people filming, but everyone's like standing around us, staring at us, talking about this movie. Right, and uh, and that kind of ruined the vibe, and we all like went home separately. I went home with Joe. Yeah, Louis didn't even ask what we were doing. Oh, because Joe had to. Joe said he had to go home to shower because he wanted to shower or something. <laughs> that tracks so there's no real open invite to no Louis to come yeah. shower with hey him yeah and, louie come over i'm gonna shower and i guess you could just sit around and wait while i dry <laughs> <laughs> uh you know and then um i gotta talk to joe list about the movie on the train ride home but i mean you know, like you know yeah it's okay but it wasn't like talking to Louie for... I thought we were going to go out to dinner. <laughs> Might have if it, the if paparazzi weren't there. If the paparazzi weren't there, Joe didn't have to shower. The bellhop paparazzi. <laughs> the uh, bellhop version, you know, at, at yeah, a hotel. Yeah. The version the, of that. the movie people, they... they yeah, they wear like thing. a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Isn't it called a beef eater's hat or something? Maybe. I know there's a hat that's called that, but I don't know if it's that hat. Those are those guards that... um Queen Elizabeth has that walk in front of her palace. Those are those that's are the, a beef eater. Those are the beef eaters. Their hats are like really big. Oh, the fluffy ones. Yeah, they're like fluffy and black. And uh, there's a clip online of the of this. They have to do their patrols or whatever. Yeah. And this kid is like standing in their way and doesn't move. And the the soldiers just kick and walk over him. <laughs> they literally kick him and then just keep. Like he like he was invisible. Yeah, well, they're supposed to be that way. Beef, beef that way. Beef. They've got beef. <laughs> Things are really beef eating up. Yeah. Um, they beefed him up. They beefed it up. Beefed up for the news. Well, I saw a video where they're you know because they're not supposed to have a, expressions, uh, or break pose or uh, stature or whatever. I saw a guy where he's like going like this, you know, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people do that, a bunch yeah. of tourists and stuff. But this guy, he, I think, hit his hat off or something. But one, once you touch them, bets all bets are off. The guy, the guy punched him. Oh my knocked, god! Knocked him on the ground. And you know, there's nothing going to happen to those guys. They're protected by the queen. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like the highest authority in the land. Yeah. Um. There was a funny Simpsons too where. Uh, He's in Australia and there's or, or somewhere and there's the guards that guard the embassy and he's like, "Are you one of those soldiers that can't react?" And he kind of like taunts him, and then it's you know it's a United States Marine. Yeah, just punches Homer and goes, "No, I am not one of those, sir." <laughs> Amazing! It was so good. That's a great joke. Uh, 
I have a story about your story. Yes. I uh, had flown home that day. Yeah. The day that you guys all hung out and saw this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fly in early in the morning. By the way, Joe Joe gave me three hours, two hours notice of the movie. And he plays Omelette. What am I supposed to do? Just sit around, wait like a... Sit around like a phone, like a like I'm a I work in a firehouse. As soon as he texts me, I, I go down the pole. I have like things to do, man. <laughs> it's amazing I made the movie. <laughs> well, I have the same uh, beef eater with this. Is I flew home. It's early in the morning, and I apparently he had texted me as soon as he heard the door open and was like, "Did you just come home?" And I didn't see the text because as soon as I get home, you saw Caitlin just now. Mm-hmm. When we come home from the road, because I'm the same exact way. That's I, why I was like concerned that we were doing the podcast. Because oh I, yeah, I, she'll she's asleep right now. I need the I it. need that that soaking up time and oh, TV yeah. couch time. Yeah. So I shed my coat and phone. Like it's like uh, those sex scenes where the clothes are just everywhere mm-hmm. and there's like a line to the place, but it's just all my luggage and shoes and phone and keys. Yeah. And then I'm on the couch. All those rose petals you packed. A <laughs> line of those travel petals. Man, that got me. Uh, oh. oh, cool. Yeah, you really got me. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> and then I just passed out. So I missed it. And then when I woke up. It was around the time that Caitlin got up and we started doing stuff around the house. So I never saw it. I text back, hey, just saw this text. I'm probably too late. And I guess I texted him while you two were together riding home. Yeah, and he looks at me and says, Steve just texted me back. Does he do that to you? I go, sometimes. <laughs> I'll just throw you under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he's got beef eater with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to be with me. I'm late, and I don't know. <laughs> no, it's norm. It's Joe. He was teasing. I know. Uh, anyways, I've got uh, I got a little bit of a thing here. Okay. I had uh, now uh, I have uh, very little experience of uh, social media going well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I recently had a tweet. Yes. Uh, that went viral. Oh, how viral! Uh, forty-five thousand. Oh my god! Likes. Wow. And like one point five retweets. One point five retweets. Uh, and half, half a person retweeted. <laughs> yeah, The Hobbit. One point five k retweets. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, so it's constant, and it's still going up. And this is from like three days ago or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's gonna keep doing that for like a month. It's. Crazy, yeah. Uh, I've never had this ever. Really, you never had one like blow up. I've had one blow up, but it gets to like maybe fifty <laughs> or twenty-five. I've had a nine hundred something, but never forty-five thousand. Wow. Well, my first—I remember that first time for me was like you know I was like cloud nine endorphin rush every yeah. every like five seconds. Yeah. It's a uh, a huge rush. You keep checking it, and you're it's like uh, stocks or gambling. You're just like, oh my god, we're soaring here. We're going. We're to the moon. Yeah, yeah. And then every tweet mm. after that's bombing. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, it increases the anxiety. You're like, I can't top this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's uh, exactly my point. Now I'm like. I, I liked it better when tweets were d- best doing 50 likes mm-hmm. for me because it was like, all right, this is normal. You liked when the bar was low. The bar was low. Now it's, uh, you know. Well, you open the door now. Well, so that, that first time it happened to me was like beginning of pandemic. Like yeah. The first viral tweet I had was about, remember when, when uh, yep. Game of Thrones Game was of bad Thrones. or something? Remember when everyone complained about Game of Thrones? And then that would mean I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> constant door. That was two years ago now. Yeah. Now I get like, you know, I go viral once a week. I'm like, all right, what's else? Big deal. Big deal. <laughs> I need to get a sandwich. <laughs> now I don't, now I get like a brain deficit if I don't go viral. Like that's oh, how God. I'm just like, it's like cigarettes now. Yeah. I don't get high, but I need them. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> what I I didn't know that comes with it, and I'm sure you have some stories here, is the amount of idiots that reply seriously to your oh, jokes. Oh, they don't get the joke? Yeah. Yes. That's a given. My, well, I've had that on my own personal Facebook where I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, these are idiots I know. But uh, I tweet, my joke was uh, my girlfriend told me when uh, I die, she's going to read all my notebooks. Uh, That's the one that went viral? It went I saw that one when I had three likes. Oh, I well, saw that one at the beginning. It blew up. Wow. And you know what hurts my feelings the most is that is everyone's reaction. Is is it, is the reaction like, is that, that one? That went viral? No, it's that one. I thought you had a different one. No. Wow. But I told Ronan, and, and Ronan uh, went, that went viral? Of course he did, yeah. <laughs> I thought you had another one. Do you have another one? I had another one that went uh, to a thousand prior to that. I thought that was the one you're talking about. I thought that was going to go viral, but it didn't. That <sighs> this one did. Wow. Yeah. That was my reaction because I was surprised because I thought that one was viral. So, so the one you're thinking of uh, is it's crazy. It's called a checking account because that's my least uh, favorite. That's what I always regret doing. Uh huh. And then the one that went viral was uh, my girlfriend told me that when I die, she's going to read all my notebooks. So I've been writing about a treasure I buried that doesn't exist. Uh-huh. And that's being shared like crazy, all from girlfriends. It's all girls sharing it going, that's so me, LOLs. So, so, many, so many boyfriends are comedians with joke books? I don't if... know what it means. Because <laughs> that's what you were doing, I right? think it's a bunch of girls saying that they... Uh, <laughs> They uh, invade their boyfriend's privacy. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I could have edited that one for you, you could have made it more relatable by saying iPhone note. Yeah, but I didn't want, I don't want it to be uh, a lie. I don't, yeah. But you're, so I mean, you're so, telling me you would uh, make my viral tweet uh, better? <laughs> what was that? You're explaining how my viral tweet could be better. <laughs> I, I, that's what surprised me. It surprised me that it went viral. Because... Are you trying to fix something that went viral? <laughs> <laughs> Could be more viral, double viral. Oh god! No, no, you you did it right. <laughs> Whatever you did worked. Thank God you weren't there when the Wright brothers were on their bicycle with wings. I know. <laughs> I was reading about them. Were you? Yeah, they're not the only. They're not the first people that flew. I know. You know? Yeah. Oh man, we could do another podcast. We could do. We could bring back that podcast that, where we explain things. We can do that in the bonus. <laughs> no, no one wants to hear that. The bonus. <laughs> well, you guys want to have a t- hour episode on the history of flight? No, I wouldn't say an hour. Oh, but okay. just Talk about it on the yeah. bonus. Yeah. All right. All right. Everyone, we'll do fifteen minutes of uh, the history of flight. Yeah. History of unmanned. No, manned uh, heavier than air travel. That's what it's called. Oh wow! I'm glad they upgraded that. <laughs> Well, it's lighter, like, lighter than air. Did you come in there and go? I know how you can make this better. <laughs> <laughs> well, the proof is in the pudding. That's right. Did they use pudding to fly? Mm, uh, you know, but them. what's funny is I'll tell a quick story about the first manned. Well, it was it was lighter than air travel? It was a weather balloon? Mm-hmm. The first time it worked, where these uh, these two brothers. Uh, there's a lot of brothers in flight. Yeah. Did you know this story? I don't know this story. The first time anyone's been up in, in a weather balloon or a hot air balloon, it's called. It had to have been by accident. Well, they uh, they had this theory if they burn smelly things, it'll be float. Oh, Their no. theory was burning smelly things. So then they like had a basket and they put in old shoes, rotted beef, and um, the... Uh, beef heaters. Beef heaters. But the, the thing... The way hot air balloons work is uh, the air gets burned and it becomes lighter than the air around it. So then the balloon floats. So then it was working for them because of science. Right. But they thought it was smelly things. Those smelly things. And these guys were like regular Joes. Yeah. They just had like a theory. So then they go to like this this, uh, panel of scientists in France in the late 1700s. And they're like, check this out. And they put in the smelly shoes and the beef and all this stuff. And the balloon floats. And the scientists are like, what the hell? They they get that. They, they understand the science of what they're doing. And they've never seen it work. Yeah. But they figure out really quickly that it's not smelly <laughs> shoes and rotted beef. 
it's making this balloon float. It's it's like the lighter than air. <laughs> right. So then they kind of get, even though they invented basically the hot air balloon, they kind of get laughed out of the science thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture them uh, going for runs in their shoes going, we got to fly next Tuesday. <laughs> they, they they are like, they're timing themselves jogging because yeah. they're wearing smellier shoes. All right. We could probably get in the air for six minutes. <laughs> With how much we've been sweating. <laughs> this is such a great story. Get some more burgers from outside. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Crazy. So that was, those are the first people in, in the air. And uh, that was, you know, maybe 100 years before the Wright Brothers. Mm-hmm. But I'll, we'll get into it on the bonus. Wow. <sighs> so why uh, didn't your Home Depot thing happen? Oh, are you done with your thing? I'll, just to wrap it up, everyone. Um, you, you, obviously, your tweet was worded better than what I said. But I know, but you. If were, I were to write it, though, it would be a little bit different. But it wouldn't have gone viral. Yours did, which is just boggles my mind because usually when it goes viral, it's super relatable. But I think a, a bunch of people write in notebooks. Do they? Yeah, there's oh. diaries. There's gratitude journals. Oh, there's... oh, well, that's what's throwing me off. That's probably yeah, throw you, Renan off too. You, you probably do you write on a computer when you write? No, I have a notebook. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you're a comedian. I write jokes in there. Yeah, but I <laughs> I feel like people write all the time. Oh, okay. Because I know uh, what you use notebooks for. But people I kn- I know that I can think of that write aren't comedians. Like non I kn- I can think of a handful of people that I know that write that aren't comedians. All right. Well, this opens my mind up to the idea of your tweet. I'm coming around. <laughs> I didn't take offense. I just liked uh, the uh, the wording, and it was fun to mess with you. <laughs> I know it's fun to mess with you too. It's uh, it's really fun. Uh, but the anxiety to sum it up is, you know, you, I have a lot of friends that go viral a lot, and I'm like, man, that I never like got jealous, mm-hmm. but I'm like, man, that'd be cool. And then now that I've experienced it, I'm like, oh, it. It is an anxiety-inducing experience. Yeah, so uh, the worst part is, and I'm used to this now, but the people that comment, you suck, you know, basically the haters. Yeah. The haters are the worst part about going viral. The hating is the (laughs) the hardest part. Hating is the hardest part. And, I mean, I've talked about it a million times here, but also the... (laughs) Also, it's disappointing how little actually happens. I got maybe uh, 20 followers. Yeah, you you, you get no money. No money. You get nothing. The joke is bombing on stage. The joke is bombing on stage. Well, that's what happens with tweets. Every yeah. time I have a tweet that works, it bombs on stage. Yeah. Two different art forms. Really? Because Truly. the tweet is read in somebody else. Their brain reads the voice. Right. Stage, it's your voice. Yeah. So it's it's different. It's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, sometimes the, the basis of the joke can work on stage. You yeah, know, I'm like tinkering with it now. Some kind of treasure map thing. I don't know. Yeah. The fact that your girlfriend's going through your stuff is funny, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll it, figure it out. If I were you on stage, I would say, "Ah, oh, my girlfriend said she's gonna go through all my stuff when I die, so I hid a treasure map in a bookcase." <laughs> that's funny. You know? That's actually pretty. Because it's simpler. Yeah. yeah. And the people who retweeted it have journals, but everyone in the audience doesn't have a journal. That's great. I love that. So uh, whatever, everybody. But live, live uh, from New York. It's Saturday night. Live from New York. It's joke tweeting or tweaking, <laughs> tweet it, tweaking a tweet. When I went viral, I tweaked. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I said it before, but and I'll say it again. Wait, is that a joke? Is that a song? That's something. That is. Say certain- it before, and I'll say it again. Maybe it's Meatloaf. Oh, maybe. Oh, uh, by the way, we, I don't think we talked about when he died. Well, Louis Anderson died too. I we know. haven't talked about that. Two big guys, uh, big stars. Yeah, uh, I know. We all talk about it toward the end yeah. if we have time. But um, did this happen to you, people from high school? Oh, I already asked you about this. You said when you got Colbert, people from high school were messaging you. Yes. Are they still? Do, are they doing it now from Twitter? When uh, the last time. Uh, funny introvert posted something of mine somebody from my community college <laughs> sent me a, a screenshot of it and they're like is this you <laughs> like, well it's my name and face 
And then, and then you said yes, and what'd they say? And then they started trying to catch up, and it was nice. Yeah, that's what happens to me, too. Yeah. Same thing, Funny Introvert, or, yeah. or one of those meme accounts. Huge shout-out to Funny Introvert uh, for letting people know I exist. Yeah, same. Um, I just got what, a DM the other day from a guy I went to high school and grade school with, and who I didn't even really talk to at all. Yeah. And he sent me the message... Uh, Hey man, it's me from grade school. We went to grade school together. Um, I always knew you were funny. Uh, uh, congrats! Let's catch up sometime. And I'm like, catch up about what? The fact that you saw a tweet of mine? I don't understand. And I went to, and he forgot I went to high school with him. Oh, <laughs> he forgot four years I was around this guy where he didn't also didn't talk to me. I went to high school with him. He for, completely forgot. He said grade school. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've had some people I barely talked to send me beautiful messages that are really nice. Uh-huh. And and we hardly spoke. So I'm like, actually, this is working out great. Sometimes sometimes it's like nice. and But then it's like... I had one person that was ru- really rude. <laughs> I've had that too. And, and I'm like, God. Uh... That I went to high school with. They just wrote, get new jokes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I would have screenshotted that and posted that. I kept it. Oh, good. For for when, uh, and they were trying stand-up. I may have already told you this. No. They were doing a Trump impression when it was uh, 2016 era. And he was doing Alec Baldwin's Trump, basically. And he would do the jokes from SNL. And on stage? On stage. Oh my God. And he was god-awful, and uh, he would he- stay in character the whole night, and, and he-, he heckled as Trump. Oh, God. And he would heckle the other comedians as Trump. And then one time he told me to get new jokes uh, when I would do new and jokes. I, I would time. say, get jokes. Yeah, yeah. Get, get any kind of original joke. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right, brothers. Uh, yeah, Alec Baldwin was the original people that came up with Flight, and he was the Wright Brothers <laughs> of, of Syracuse Trump Impressionists. <laughs> and then he wrote trying to apologize to me, and I ignored it. I would ast- I, w- I would post that and say, good things happen when you go viral, and it's that message. <laughs> I would seriously post that. I'll, I'll never do it. I don't want to oh. give him any exposure. Well, it's just his name, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't want to give him any uh, time of day. Oh, whatever. He sucks. Whoever you are, you probably stalk Steve. So screw you, man. You'll get a. You're gonna get a air. Me- uh, <laughs> you're gonna get a a voice memo. From- I, yeah, I hope you uh, get sued by the Attorney General of New York and and uh, Georgia. So he's working on his Biden now. He's busy. <laughs> the, the people who do impressions of uh, the New York State Attorney General are suing him. <laughs> <laughs> people who do bad impressions of. Of the New York Attorney General. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh my gosh, douchebag! What, uh, what was yours? What was mine? You said that you had somebody r- write mean things to you that you knew. Oh no, this guy I went to college with. When I went to a wedding, he walked up to me and was like, "Yo," uh, I, he basically said, "I don't get why you're funny," <laughs> and I was like. Cool, man. I'm never going to talk to you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> he said it in person. God. Cool. Yeah, this is... We're over. Whatever this was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're officially done. I'm never going to talk to you or follow up with you or care about your life. What an idiot. So, um... What are we doing on time here? We okay. got we got like 20 minutes. We're doing good. Um, yeah, so what do you think about that? So, the thing that bothered me about the guy from high, from my high school and college... Like you know, eighteen years of my life with this guy, <laughs> you forgot four of them. Is like, uh, I guess it's kind of like an icebreaker. Like, oh, I saw you went viral. I thought about you. Let's hang out. Right. But my first instinct is like, this guy completely forgot I existed until he saw me. You know, I don't know. But that's uh, sort of our mo is uh, just fa- being quiet and, and fading, fading into the background. Fading into the background. Yeah, I did do that for eighteen years of my life. I, so. sh- I certainly did. <laughs> so the people guess- that knew me and liked me, uh, I wouldn't shut up around, but. Everybody else, I was—I uh, might as well have been painted myself like a locker. <laughs> yeah, because I was in one, so it was easy to paint like myself like one. <laughs> I had all dimensions of the locker. I'm forgetting the comedian's name. 
His name is Matt something, but he had the best joke. He's like, I went to my high school reunion. It was great to see that I still fit in my old locker. Yeah, that's uh, Matt something. Um, like an old comic or new comic? O- older than us. Like I remember that joke Conan. too. I remember that joke too. It was a Conan joke. Yeah, a good, good, good one. Yeah. Um. Uh, man. Uh, lost my train of thought here. Whatever, everybody. Oh, so Drew, I'm sorry. Like I DM me if you listen to this podcast, and I'm not sorry. I'm I not gonna. I'm, I'm not really gonna want to hang out with you, but like, <laughs> can message me more. <laughs> Busy schedule. Oh, a uh, quick follow up on the wedding situation. Oh yeah. So this coming week <clears throat> starts the run of weddings I have to go to. Uh, the numbers have gone up on how many weddings I'm invited to this year. Oh my god! I'm, I think I'm at seven weddings. You're at seven weddings in I, one year? I think so. It's because of like COVID delays. COVID delays. Oh my god! But n- my cousin called me up. Uh huh. And his wedding. So I'm I'm officiating a wedding in April. My cousin called me up to be his best man in August. Wow. So I'm like in That's a lot of obligations. I'm I'm so I'm gonna be so tired. And do you have to move any comedy shows or were there free weekends? Anyway? So far, uh, I haven't had to move any shows. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a lot of speeches to write. <laughs> well, you, luckily, you're used to traveling and performing. Yeah. Yeah. I have two road weekends booked in. March and I already like feel exhausted. Yeah, like I've been like kind of unwinding. Oh no, yeah, this that's just to get ready to go two different weekends. Yeah, this I'm usually once a month guy. You go every day. You're you're like always out. I'm gone next weekend, uh, and then uh, the weekend after that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I think you can handle it. I well, I've never had to write serious acts before. Well, I can. I can send you uh, the speech I wrote for my brother, Please. and you could just change the words. Oh, I'd love it if you read it on the bonus. The speech I had for my brother? Yeah. I still have it on tape. I mean, uh, audio tape. Still. You can okay. play it on the bonus. Uh, Sure, yeah. That'd be fun. This other guy helped me out with my speech, because he, he was older than me and a comedian, yeah. and he kind of like put himself as the master of speeches. So, so funny, I... We have a comedian friend. I won't uh, out him, but I knew he was uh, uh, ordained. Oh, so I saw him recently, and I Anthony was... ordained <laughs> on uh, no. What is it called? Uncharted. What What is the show called? Uh, no borders. I don't remember. Without borders, maybe. Without borders. I don't know. Uncharted is a movie I know, and a video, video game. game. <laughs> They're digging in the wrong place. Um, but uh, uh, I, I said to this comedian, I'm like, hey, I heard you're ordained. I'd love to ask all your uh, your expertise and, and advice. And he goes, oh, yeah, I made that up. Uh, what? I'm not ordained. I just pretend to marry people at shows sometimes. Oh. Uh, he's like, it's a bit. They're not really being married, and it's just a joke. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. Well, it's just to be silly for him, I guess. This is a random thing he does. <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. Why would, why would you even get that idea? I don't, I don't know, but it's it, it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, but I think you're gonna be okay. Serious is. Uh, I feel like the speech, the funnier the speech is, the better. And then you can always get serious. It's so easy to get serious. Yes, you just have to get be uh, real. Yeah. Uh, like the projector. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna have to write a best man speech and marry a couple this year. All right. Well, the marrying, you know, do you have to give a speech for that? I have to do a 15 minute ceremony. Yeah. Whatever. It's like you see every marriage movie. Well, I'll have five weddings to go to before this. What I'm doing. Four, so. four weddings and a funeral. You're going to officiate four weddings, and then you're going to have a show where you bomb. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's really funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, bef- so before we get into topics, what happened with this Home Depot date? Oh, yeah. So uh, we planned on going to Home Depot, but I feel like that got moved. We ended up going to actually the, a museum. The what? The store got moved? Yeah, it got moved to... Uh, they ran. They, you know, they sold out of shovels and stuff. They had to close. Um, no, we actually. I think we had to move days, so we had to plan on the weekend, mm-hmm. which uh, so we could do the museum. So we ended up doing the museum oh. after all. This date belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had one thing about the museum, and it was. Uh, I it was the first time I've been to a museum on a date. One on a date. Two, probably in like 10 years. I don't know when the last time I went that wasn't like mandated by the government or whatever. Like, because I'm in school. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a weird mandate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like educational mandate or right, something. Right, right. I honestly cannot. Oh, you know what the last time I went to a museum was? Is they have the IMAX and the Air and Space Museum in DC. Oh, and wow. I, I went to see The Force Awakens there. Whoa. In 2016. And so we got to go through the museum and see like, where the shuttle and the airport yeah. and the Wright brothers plane probably is there. <laughs> <laughs> Weather balloon, hot air balloon. Look at here's the rotten beef and the shoes. <laughs> oh, those were that's where those are. <laughs> they have to be in a glass case. Yes, scent sealed. Yeah, right. It has a guard, as a beef eater in front of it. You see, you see green uh, waves above it. They're guarded by the barf uh, eaters. <laughs> the rotting beef feeders um so uh that was the last time i went to a museum yeah. i remember taking selfies you know one with my brother and and there they probably had a picture of the core yeah the earth's core the band why would they have the band there it was a callback to the joke earlier but it didn't make sense why would they be in the museum it was a reference to the Earth's core, but it was more of a reference oh. to the callback to the earlier. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, I was a little confused. That's okay. Uh, 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 about a notebook. <laughs> put in, put in that, no- put that in a notebook. <laughs> edit, edit that uh, joke I just did, so it'll be viral. <laughs> uh, oh my God! So th- that was 2016. Was how long ago? Oh, is that even when the Force Awakens came out? I can't remember. I just remember not liking that movie at all. Oh, I liked it. Only because I got to see Harrison. Yeah, die. Yeah, he died still. in the movie. Was, he's still great. He had a gr- he had a bunch of great scenes before he died. All those were in the trailer, though. Chewie, we're home. Which, I remember seeing Chewie that. Chewie tra- should have had gray hair. I know, and he should have had a pierced ear like Harrison. <laughs> Chewie should have had some gray hair. I really want to say that, but the anyway, pr- problem was. All the good scenes were in the trailer, and then... Well, he get now he gets uh, Chewie's crossbow and has a couple of fun scenes with that. Yeah, but then there's like a giant ball alien for no reason. I don't know. I was... it's, no, that's Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like Indiana Jones, was, except he was an alien. There's like a ball oh, that yeah, like, rolled around. Oh, yeah, rolling and chasing him. Yes. That's a great point. What do you mean? It's basically Indiana Jones. I know, they're ripping off like... Every movie, it's like such like I was a nostalgia why, milking. Yeah, uh, same exact I've seen mo- that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't Google that. No, <laughs> it's the same movie. It's the same. The I was whole wondering thing. why uh, uh, Han Solo had a whip <laughs> and Sean Connery, and he had a, a leather outfit. Yeah, and a <laughs> mask. There was Nazis. Yeah, there's Nazis. <laughs> we want to teach you to behave. Um. <laughs> Whatever, but whatever I could get on the Force Awakens uh, in the bonus, but which is, I believe stinks. It's just the same movie except the movie, not the bonus. Yeah, except now there's a worse Darth Vader, a worse Leia, a worse uh, whatever, worse <laughs> old new Han Solo, I- Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Whatever, everybody, and uh, didn't it sucked? But what was I saying? Oh, the museum. Yeah. So first time a museum in a while. First time, all pandemic, I've been reading <laughs> history for fun. Yeah. Watching history on YouTube. You know, because what else is there? I, I don't know. Other than experiencing life and what you couldn't because it was clo- everything was closed. So uh, 
I'm walking around this this museum with this date. I think it's like the second date or or whatever. And uh, literally, I, I'm like, I know too much. It's it's unappealing. We she was like, I remember like we first walked in and and uh, there's an Italian wing. Yeah, and she goes. Oh, those uh, those pots. That's weird. They look very Greek. It's, this, this is the Italian wing. And I went. My eyes rolled in the back of my head, and I went, "Um, yes. Uh, that's because Italy was settled by the Greeks. Southern Italy was. That's why the Romans called it Magna Gratia." And then my eyes rolled back to normal, and I go, "Whoa, what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is weird. That is weird. Yeah. What are those? What? Are those? <laughs> Literally Moving every on. every exhibit I had like yeah. a weird factoid about. So it's made you resent her for not knowing the things. N- no one would know this. Why would anyone know that? But that's what I'm saying. Like you're knowledgeable of all this stuff and not finding it interesting, meaning you're not on the same wavelength of her. I know I didn't I didn't mind that she didn't know these weird factoids. Oh, okay. I minded myself for saying them out loud. Oh. Like what am I doing? I, I, who cares? Cares. You probably impressed her for knowing all this stuff. I know, but I'm sure like hour three of my factoids, she wanted to. Uh, yeah, she wanted you to fact off. She yeah, she wanted to stick one of those mummy fire things up her nose and pull out her brain, pull out my brain. Yeah, she wanted your, <laughs> she wanted your brain in a jar. Yeah. Here, put this next to the old shoes. She took she takes like some wrappings off a mummy and puts it around my mouth. She was like his his conversations could lift a hot air balloon. <laughs> they stink. <laughs> <laughs> so i, I kind of started like controlling myself later but it took me a while yeah yeah i'm excited to see these things i've only seen on wikipedia and right and youtube right in person so chewbacca was a wiki <laughs> wikipedia which is actually a website oh that makes star sense. wars wikipedia that makes so much sense so great that's a great name and there's literally anything, any episode, anything Star Wars related. Yeah. Like literally there'd be one robot in a corner. Yeah. In uh, A New Hope. Yeah. Whole article about the history of, course, of that robot. Of course. I heard that they were <laughs> releasing um, uh, some stuff to help you uh, disinfect and it's called Hans Sanitizer. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of one. Um and uh, there's uh, actually uh, some cartridges you can get for your Darth Vapor. It's <laughs> oh, pretty good. Um, yeah, I got one. On, um, Man, lightning fast over here. <laughs> well, it's hard. Uh, you're coming at your your rips are coming at light speed. Yeah, my warp drive broke. Uh. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh man! I cannot believe I can't think of a pun here. You, uh, the chosen pun. <laughs> three. I don't know. Three CPO is. C you stand. always say three CPO. What is it three PO? It's C three PO. Oh. You're C- the biggest Star Wars nerd C- I know, and you always say three CPO. <laughs> Okay, so uh, C-3PO, the C stands for Clorox. <laughs> Dar- when Dar- you know that scene in um, the second one, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, where Darth Vader's in that ball, yeah. and then the thing lifts out his helmet? Yeah. That just, that just puts on a COVID mask. <laughs> I don't know, everybody. I'm <laughs> zonked out. <laughs> I'm zonked out over here, but... Uh, how did the date end? Uh, well, we walked around the museum. Oh man, this is anxiety inducing. The place closes at five. Yeah. We got there at like two at, at four 45. They're like museum closes. There's these guards that stand around. Yeah. Beef eaters. Beef eaters. They're just wearing like clothes. Yeah. And I go, Oh my God. And literally like, we're like, okay, we wanted to check out this one exhibit. We're wa- running over there, walk by another guard. 14 minutes left. Oh, my, oh my God. God. We get lost. It's like a rocket launch. It is. And I'm like, my heart's racing. I'm like, I got to absorb this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then they yell, 13 minutes. Oh, my God. Get, we go down the wrong stairwell and get completely turned around. 
And then, oh yeah, that's what I also wanted to say. And I tweeted about this too. It kind of went viral, semi-viral, but um, I'm terrified to ask for help at yeah. places like that. You know, these people are going 12 minutes and the girl I'm with walks up and goes, excuse me, which way to the blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, okay. It's this way, that way. By the way, that shirt, what is that? And she goes, oh, she was wearing an X-Files shirt. She kind of go, isn't episode three crazy? 12 minutes. Get away from us. <laughs> Get away from us. We got time. You're literally saying 12 minutes and asking us questions. So then we like get past them. And and then the guy goes, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, oh, we, he's telling us the wrong directions. We walk back to this guard and he goes, what do you think about that? Oh, that, my God. What do you think about that, that alien sighting they had by the Navy and stuff? And we're like, huh? He's like, yeah, yeah. They call it the Tic Tac and... I'm like, we got to get out oh, of yeah. here. That's the one with the 15-second videos. <laughs> no, I thought that's that's the one that freshens your breath. I guess he was saying that there's some video of that Navy took, uh, Air Force took, where it looks like a Tic Tac that can't be explained. Oh, wow. And I'm like, cool, dude. Uh, like, t- 10 minutes. We got to, like, <laughs> run away from this guy. And she's asking everybody, which because, yeah. you know, we, we get. she's like, which way to this? And they're like, make a left. By the way, and I'm like, don't talk to us. Make her. <laughs> and we talked to this other guard. She asked this guy, and I'm like, thank God for her. We would have been lost. Wow. Twelve hours ago. So that's what I'm saying. It's good to pair up with somebody who's not afraid to ask for things. Yes. It I, makes you a whole person. I know. I got her sleeping in the you, living you room. You got right her. Yeah. yeah. That's what I need. If if I'm around somebody, and I think I told you this before, but uh, my, the Voldemort or whatever wouldn't ask either would just be two people yeah. she just yell at me for not asking and then wouldn't ask <laughs> well at least you know it's not hypocritical but uh <laughs> uh <laughs> the uh god uh oh quick uh anxiety thing for me a step forward in the right direction today. Yeah, let me let me hear it. I went to a diner with Joe and Sarah oh, this morning for breakfast. Very cool. Get our or and Joe Bel Air. Bel Air. Nice. Joe jokes. He's like, New York waiters. They don't write anything down. They just listen and they nod. And you're like, something's gonna get messed up. Mm-hmm. They messed up mine. What do they do? Uh, I ordered a sausage egg and cheese. They only gave me egg and cheese. Oh. And I go. And it comes down, and I go to Joe. I'm like, yeah, I'm the one that got the messed up order. And I'm like, I'm going to say something. Whoa. And the waiter comes by, and I stopped him. And I have one, that's the first thing I've never done. I've never done that in my whole life. And I go, excuse me. And I'm like, I think, and Joe's watching me like, who the hell is this guy? Wow. And I go, uh, yeah, I ordered this, and uh, I got this instead. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I didn't hear that. And I'm like, totally, totally fine. And I go, thank you so much. Comes back, gives me the sausage, no problem. Comes back later when he gives a check, he goes, I didn't charge you for the my mistake. Whoa. See, that the bothers me is, um, th- like, usually there's proof, you know? Dude, I, I had zero proof. Zero proof. It's your word against his. But it I might have s- jogged his memory, though. It might have jogged his memory, but I said it with no accusation and just sincerity. And I was going to, I would have paid if I had that charge on there because yeah. that's what I ordered. Right. But he brought it over, brought extra sausage over and it was great. Wow. That's making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, man. That is Thank a big you. achievement in both of our lives. Cause you remember what was the last time where you forgot to, or you didn't want to ask anything and it was ruined. Well, that, didn't that happen? Like we did an episode about that. Oh, when we were in Boston. Yeah. Or I was in Boston. You were in Boston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> so you've come a long way through the history of the podcast. Yes, I have. All right, I'm checking our Instagram here. All right, well, I'll have one topic ready by the time uh, you check it out and uh, the email and everything. Uh, let's see here. Nothing on our Instagram. Oops. Okay. Well, we also didn't post about it, but... Um, or Twitter. 
Okay. Uh, but as always, send in your topics whenever, everybody. We'll get to them uh, every... Uh, get it to them by Sunday, and we'll always read them on the podcast. Okay, so I got one from uh, Reddit again. Perfect. This one says, uh, the day after a party, I revisit everything I've ever said or done. That's the headline. Then it says, I can't go out anymore. The days after a social gathering, I process myself for everything I have said mm-hmm. or done. Mm-hmm. Often I have a couple drinks to loosen up and to cope with my social anxiety, so it makes it easier for me to communicate and to stand in front of a room full of people. The problem is the days after. I feel like I'm a worthless, bigot, boring, ugly, absolutely anything cruel. I can think of the label myself. It's becoming impossible for me to live my everyday life because I just, even if I distract myself, all I can think about are the horrible things I did and I stress out over what others might think about me. Well, I think part of that is alcohol. Yeah, true. As much as social anxiety stinks and you think alcohol is going to fix it, alcohol removes your judgment mm-hmm. and make really loosens up the, removes the filter. So you're going to do things that maybe your anxiety would have double and triple checked. Yes, as yes. As far as doing and saying. I've fallen in this trap many times. <laughs> My, I don't get, phys- I've joked about this, I don't get physical hangovers, I get emotional ones. Yeah, uh, me too, and mental ones. So uh, really watch your alcohol intake. One drink is fine, I think. It gets you a little bit loose and comfortable. Right, right. But don't keep going because you're going to say stuff you'll regret. Yeah, and alcohol, when you're hungover the next day, I get depressed no matter yes. what. I don't know if you do, but yeah. that happened to me. I only had like two beers, and I was like, why do I feel like a piece of crap? Yeah, you're, and I'm like, because I drank last night. Unmotivated, yeah, uh, yeah, groggy. Yeah. Groggy, yeah. It completely like shoots a day off because yeah. you know, I'm older too, but I think this always happened to me. I'm just more self-aware of it now. Yeah. But it's not worth it, man, because then you, you're you're tired, you're groggy, you're depressed from the alcohol, and then you have the more fuel to... More stinky meat to beat yourself up with. <laughs> Raise your air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, and this is something that I should be telling myself. If you're invited to a social gathering, they want you there. Yes. They know who you are. They like you. They like being around you. They, You make those people feel good, and they want you to have a good time, and that's why they invited you. That's, so, the, that's the first hurdle is getting invited. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. You know, it, the worst is when you're like, um, like a, like a plus one. Yeah. And oh God. <laughs> when you're a plus one to a gathering, uh, I feel like the pressure's on because that's your that's your interview. Yeah. For the group. For, the for some reason, they expect you to bring everything that the group is lacking. Yeah. What? What? And um. In what? what it, like. Uh, you're like this thing that they all can be like. Well, hopefully they can fill in what we're missing. Like. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, the plus one either has a is the quietest, but is there? I don't know. They're I think expected there's to be. There's a lot of pressure for the plus one to be like Mister Party Guy and fit the momentum of of the whole group that's so familiar with each other. Right, right. Which is hard too. Yeah, because if you're like, oh, they brought this guy to the party, that yeah. must be a reason. Right, right. Other than they they just like each other's company. Yeah. Every time. Uh, uh, I'm. I just lost. Oh, every time I'm a plus one, when the person that brought me goes to the bathroom, I do not know what to do. <laughs> That's me too. <laughs> I'm like just standing outside that door, going, "Please be a number one." Like you know, me. You know what my move is? Waiting in the bathroom line. If there's another line. Oh. If there's only one bathroom, I pretend to wait in line. Like, oh, that was a good idea. Yeah. If there's another bathroom, I'll just use that. Yeah. And wait and hopefully take a long time so that person's out. I uh, The goal is to just not be <clears throat> caught standing alone. But if you're in a line, then you don't look like you're standing alone. Yeah, so that's the, perfect. The line is like perfect. And I remember when I would go to like bar parties and not really know anybody, I would always wait <laughs> line for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone to a party. I'm not ju- I've gone to a party at a bar. Gone in, gone all the way to the bathroom, turned around and left. Yeah, of course. I've done that too. The worst time is when you wait in line to go, wait in this long line to get into a bar or, or club or whatever, and and then you get in and you don't know anyone, and they're like, man, I was having more fun in the line. <laughs> <laughs> At least it looked like I could belong. Yeah, the anticipation was the best part. 
<laughs> also, you don't have to worry about looking weird for standing. Yeah. When yeah. you're by yourself standing, so suddenly yeah, your people are disturbed. There's no pressure to dance when you're outside in the snow. Yeah, when you got a coat on and a yeah. hat. <laughs> oh, man. Um, What was I saying about, oh, weird things. Yeah. Um, I mean, chances are people don't remember what you said anyway. Right. It's very, unless you totally have a Kramer at the Comedy Store event or Laugh Factory event. Oh, God. People remember that. Well, I try to find lighter topics. Yeah, me too. Less pitchforks. And, yeah. But the, uh, um, but for the majority, everyone says stupid things. Everyone forgets everything. It's uh, having a sense of humor about yourself is also important too, but not so self-deprecating that people are like, whoa, this guy hates himself. And a good example of that is uh, going to Joe's house. I think I said something. I was like, oh, why did I say that? And then um, he even forgot I went over there. Yeah. He didn't even know I went over there. <laughs> I was like worried about what I said for like a couple days. Yeah. He forgot. Yeah. He forgot everything we Everybody's talked about. wrapped up in their own brain as as usual. Um, but anyways, we, uh, we got to wrap it up here. Uh, anything else before, uh, um, no, just, uh, another reason to stop drinking is cause like you said, the filter's off. So the more you say, I feel like the more weird it gets mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah. I'm not saying like conversationally, but when you blab out a whole paragraph, I feel like it disturbs people. You know, like you want to oh, have like yeah. a couple lines, they can have a couple lines. But if you're drunk, you kind of just have a monologue. Oh yeah, that people just have to go okay, and then like <laughs> I'm gonna really go over somewhere else. Right. <laughs> um. Perfect. All right, everybody. I, I don't know if that helps anybody. No, that helps. It probably makes people more self-conscious. <laughs> but maybe work on that. Work on a couple good lines at a time. You can hold your own at a party. <laughs> uh. Well, thank you, everybody, and. Uh, uh, bonus episodes for a month for five bucks. Check them out on the Patreon. Check out our YouTube. It's really fun. And uh, if you're not following us on Instagram and Twitter, please do. And send us in your topics at any point that you're experiencing them. And all the links to the, to the YouTube, Patreon, SoundCloud, all that is in the description. And we are part of a Helium Network. We just confirmed with them. So uh, stay tuned for the music, everybody. Thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to that episode. Yeah, thank you for uh, listening to our uh, podcast. We really appreciate it. If you want your topics listed on the show, please shoot us an email anytime before Sunday, because that's usually when we record, and we will read your anxiety topic on the air and do a bunch of jokes about it. Yeah, panicattackingpodcast at gmail.com. Send it over there or tag us on any social media, which is all in the description of this episode. Yes, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support. And also, if you want to leave a review that would really help us and we always share the review and read it at uh out loud yeah and also uh, the patreon five dollars a month gets you four bonus episodes the link to that is in our description and i think that might be it yeah but we'll, be, we'll worry about it until we figure it out oh and we're on the helium network everyone <laughs> thank you thank you everybody cool. my heart starts beating really fast Sweating and trembling. Me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. 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 Yeah.